You are listening to episode 12 of the Upper Elementary Simplified podcast. During the month of July, I will be continuing with episodes each Tuesday and Thursday, alternating math and literacy topics each episode. Tuesday episodes will cover math topics, and Thursday episodes will be literacy focused, with the exception of the last Thursday this month, July 27th, where the topic is really for any subject, but mostly literacy or math. The Tuesday math topics will be focused on the acronym M-A-T-H, often used in elementary math workshops. Today, we will be discussing the first letter of the acronym. So let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to Upper Elementary Simplified, the podcast where busy and overwhelmed teachers find thoughtful ideas to get students engaged in meaningful learning experiences. Hi, I'm Dana Rodebush, former fifth grade classroom teacher and founder of Teacher Tech Studio. I'm here to share practical tips and strategies that will help you grow as an educator. If you are a tired upper elementary teacher searching for ways to cut down your planning time while boosting student engagement, you are in the right spot. Are you ready? Let's simplify. Are you already thinking about the new students you will be meeting and how you can commit your best self to them? Of course you are. You're a teacher. If you are listening in real time before Saturday, July 15th, 2023, then you still have time to participate in the Summer Challenge for a chance to win a $25 gift card to a retailer of your choice. Head to UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash Summer Challenge to find the details. Math workshop, math stations, math rotations, math centers, small group math instruction, and even guided math. All of these terms mean pretty much the same thing. In the most basic form, math workshop is a system of math instruction where students are assigned to small groups and they visit different station activities for a certain period of time throughout the week as they practice with the target math skill. Some teachers, myself included, like to use acronyms in the classroom to help students remember steps or processes. In case you aren't familiar with the M-A-T-H acronym, this is one that is commonly used to guide students through the rotations of math workshop in elementary classrooms. Throughout my years as a fifth grade math teacher, I use the MATH acronym, among other systems, to keep myself and my students organized. Today, we are focusing on the first part of the MATH system, and that is M. M is for math fact practice. If you listened to episode 10, then you know that I am pretty passionate about math fact fluency. In fact, I am so passionate about math fact fluency that I'm doing an entire presentation about the importance of student mastery of basic multiplication facts at this year's Cheerful Math Conference, which is happening July 20th through the 23rd. This is a virtual event where you will have the opportunity to learn from 20 expert math educators. If you are listening to this in real time before July 20th, you can head to UpperElementarySimplified.com forward slash math conference to find out how to get your free ticket for this event. 
If you have found this episode sometime in the future, you can still get the information that I will be providing at the conference by visiting teachertechstudio.com forward slash math conferences. I will also be recreating some of the presentation here on the podcast in episode number 23, which will air on Tuesday, August 22nd, 2023. So why is math fact practice its own designated rotation in math workshop? Because it is super important for students to regularly practice and work towards mastery of their basic math facts. Now, this can mean addition and subtraction facts, which are extremely important, but for the purpose of this episode, I'm going to be focusing on multiplication math facts since this show was created for third through sixth grade teachers. When students are given the opportunity to practice with math facts during their regular math time, they will naturally develop fluency with those facts. This episode is sponsored by Math Facts Simplified, a resource that simplifies math fact fluency building so teachers can help their students develop the important life skill of multiplication fact memorization. Through the program, students are assessed on every multiplication fact 1 through 12, and then over time are given opportunities to practice, memorize, and master each of their basic math facts. Want to check it out? Head to teachertechstudio.com forward slash math facts. And you can also find the link in the show notes for this episode. So today I want to share five ideas with you to help you make your math fact practice station one that students will look forward to. I will be linking several of these resources in the show notes for this episode or you can find them at upperelementarysimplified.com forward slash episode 12. So number one is digital math fact practice. There are so many options to integrate technology in your math fact practice station. Some programs that I have used in the past are IXL, Extra Math, and that's X-T-R-A, and Reflex Math. And I know that students really enjoy Huda Math, Cool Math, Prodigy, and Math Playground. There's also Multiplication.com, Manga High, MobyMax, Freckle Math, and Splash Math. And these are just a few, and I know I'm missing some. While I do like computer programs for math fact practice, I do not recommend using these programs as an assessment tool for mastery. They are not rigorous and comprehensive enough for assessment purposes. I will be going into more detail about my reasoning and thinking behind this at the Cheerful Math Conference in July. Number two is Math Fact Bingo. This practice activity is really more of a whole class game, but I couldn't leave it out of this list. Math Fact Bingo is exactly as it sounds. Your students each get a pre-printed bingo card with products randomly spread over it. And then the caller has calling cards with all of the multiplication expressions to draw from a stack. And then they call out for all of the students to hear. 
This game is great because it can help with building fast recall and automaticity because students will be quickly identifying and locating each product as the expressions are called out. Number three is number search puzzles. And these are like word searches, except the letters are numbers and the words are multiplication expressions. This activity can be completed independently and provide students with a word bank that includes each multiplication expression for them to hunt for within the puzzle. Except in the word bank, the products are left blank. So the student must first solve the expressions in the word bank and then find them within the number search puzzle. Number four is a set of hands-on math fact games. And for these games, all you need are either dice, playing cards, or dominoes, and several printed playing mats. And the idea for this activity is for students to create their own expressions by either rolling the dice, flipping over playing cards, or drawing dominoes from a pile, and then using those numbers. Then they will multiply and solve. These games can be either independent or partner games, and students can even turn them into a race if they want to, and if they can handle it. There is even an element of partner checking included with these hands-on games, which prompts students to trade completed mats with a partner for the partner to check answers and then sign off. These games would be great set up at a center with all three types of manipulatives or three separate centers. I even have a free sample of some of my dice games that I will link in the show notes. Number five is math fact matching. Again, this is pretty much just like it sounds. There are match mats that have the expressions printed on them and are labeled with letters. And then there are cards that have the products printed on them and are labeled with numbers. And students are supposed to identify the product with its matching expression and record the letter of the card with the number of the expression it matches. All of these math fact fluency activities are engaging and hands-on so that your students don't even realize they are learning. They feel like they are playing a game because they are. I have really only touched the surface of ways that you can set up your math fact practice station for your upper elementary math workshop. But the most important piece of advice that I want you to take away from this episode is that Math fact practice must be a priority in your classroom. It is so important, and it is a skill that I have seen lacking in so many students. Please be sure to check out the links to all of the resources I mentioned in today's episode in the show notes or at upperelementarysimplified.com forward slash episode 12. And be sure to tune in this Thursday as we discuss developing reading comprehension using picture books. Before you go, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they are released. You can either subscribe right now directly in the listening app, or you can sign up for email notifications at upperelementarysimplified.com forward slash notify. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Upper Elementary Simplified. I hope you are able to take away something useful that will help you grow as a teacher. 
I do have a quick favor to ask before you go. If you are enjoying the podcast, please let me know by leaving me a review. It really does make a difference because reviews impact search results, which helps me to expand my reach to other educators. Plus, I love to read my listeners' comments. Until next time, keep life simple.